Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 26th of July, 2022. This is the COB, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets. I'm Nadine Blaney. I'm Kyle, Kyle Rodder. I've been doing this with you for a while. I was going to say, it feels like it's been a couple of weeks. Of course, you've you've been away and I think you may have handled it with... Oh, no, I did it yesterday <laughs> as well. Yeah. Every day rolls into the next, doesn't it, sometimes? But, it does. Uh, no, I'm happy to be back um, in the passenger seat with you. All right. Well, good. Nice, nice to be here as well. Hey, it was a good day for the local market, really, when all was said and done. Mm. Uh, the S&P ASX 200 up by a quarter of 1%, 6,870. SIBO Australia Index was up a little bit more than that. Lots of strength around the region. I'm just going to do a top-level you know, equities wrap mm-hmm. here. Um, we didn't have any major data. We did have the consumer confidence read here locally. Consumer confidence actually increasing a little bit, although inflationary expectations still quite high. But I, I think a lot of the tone was set on Wall Street overnight, particularly with um, not just earnings, but that warning that came from Walmart. Yes, and the consumer discretionary sector was absolutely wiped as a result. Um, great conversation that you had with Martin Crabb at the end of the day, sort of describing some of the thematics there and perhaps how it relates to um, a couple of our local consumer discretionary stocks. But, I mean, thin trade, still a lot of trepidation in the market, clearly, but everything for the next few days is going to be about the lead we get from Wall Street and the earnings results that we get. And yeah, I think the Walmart one set a little bit of a shutter because uh, we've only just started really rate hikes and it already seems like the US consumer is kind of falling off something of a, well, some kind of precipice, I guess. Well, and it's also just that retailers have had to deal with such an unprecedented period, not just in terms of demand and stimulus through the pandemic, but supply chain shocks and now inventories. And that was one thing that Walmart did flag, that Mm. they're going to have to cut prices. So, you know, that's counterintuitive when it comes to the inflationary pressures but you know they've got a lot of this inventory around so to the point harvey norman was down by 1.4 percent jb hi-fi down by 1.3 percent but west farmers you know off by almost two percent that's a pretty steep fall for west farmers coming on a day that you know we did see consumer confidence not coming in too poorly and you know generally a you, you know like it was a positive lead in um, overall, mm. I think that so much, though, this week is going to be determined by the big tech names. And we've got yeah. Microsoft tonight. We've got Alphabet, so Google's parents comp- company tonight. So everything will be covered in there. Like, yes, this digital transformation, that shift to the cloud, we know mm. that's happening. We know there's not likely anything that's going to derail that, plus for Microsoft. But we also know that Google is, is um, you know, not, not completely, but to a large extent also uh, at the mercy of the ad market. Yeah, advertising revenue. So you get like, that's the thing though, when you're de- dealing with companies that are so large, you're getting 
the impacts of financial conditions, you're getting the impacts of consumer demand, you're getting the impacts, and well, more for the extent of like apples and what have you, what's happening in the real economy in terms of supply disruptions. And then again, like you said before, um, a lot of these companies, these big tech companies generate so many, so much of their revenue just from, from advertising, which we, we know from, you know, experience here and, you know, some reports out of the United States already. Uh, apparently, it's it's really cooled off quite considerably in anticipation of this, you know, drop in demand amongst consumers. So, again, we're just going to have so much to digest in the next few days, which is awesome. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I love it too. <laughs> I love I, I'm looking mornings. forward to Coke great. and McDonald's. I mean, I don't partake, but... You know, if you recall when we heard from Pepsi, mm. which was really early, early in the quarterly reporting season in the States, they're quite confident, right? yeah. you know, quite confident that they'd mm. be able to continue to pass along um, price increases and that demand hadn't been dented, at least yeah. by the um, by the increases. So, yeah, there's a lot to come. Um, so that's U.S. earnings season. Um, so, yeah, today here locally, the market recouping some of the, the minor losses over the past few days um but it was really the the miners that were the real standout bit of stabilization in the price of commodities iron ore in mm. particular yeah iron ore seems to be so I don't, i'm not entirely sure why i don't think anything has changed from the china story particularly much um i mean the energy play t- today was also mm. interesting because we had that well purported well news that purportedly no well, i mean the news was verified that um Gazprom would be cutting off gas supply into Europe because of a busted turbine or something like that. And the, you know, the question is, how busted is that turbine? And is it just another? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but you know, obviously, we had another lift in energy. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I was just going to. I was going to say it was. It was funny. It's funny. There's lots of little personal jokes that go on here. But um, but yeah, that that was another sort of driver of the market today. So again, we kind of got that boost from the commodity complex. Interesting to how long it lasts if we continue to see these growth concerns but nevertheless it was enough to keep our market fairly stable well, you know low volumes obviously again that yeah. sort of trepidation thing because it's a watch and wait mm. the big one and again that was in the conversation with martin crab which you'll have to go to our website to access it's not available via the show notes but but bear with me i'll get you across a few things that are um you know the, the conversations really revolved around the fed around inflation whether it's peaked. And I had a really good chat with Aaron Binstead from Lazard Asset Management. So talked about uh, their view on inflation, whether it's peaked, recession, whether it's going to happen. Do we need to get the bell bottoms out? Is this the 1970s? What will inflation <laughs> mean for energy prices? You already uh, wear bell bottoms. I'm kidding. He doesn't. He's very stylish. I'm not. I Our shop style. at H&M. Um, and anyways, we went on to, to you know, he, he talked about where he's investing, yeah. um, given all of their thesis about what's happening in the global environment. I'm mm. not going to tell you where, how he's investing. No, you got to go to the, go to um, the But I, I really enjoyed the interview. I really enjoyed that conversation to start the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of the back in the um, uh, sort of asset allocations conversations I had today. Probably not as much to you, but the Ma- the Martin Crab one, of course, I was sort of tuning in. David I'm, Lane. Well, Lots David Lane was it. great. David Lane was good because um, he they released what what's the report called? It's the Shining it's Lights. The Shining Lights headlights, something like that. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. Just but you're key, on the right track. Yeah, yeah. Key report on basically where they see themselves being allocated um, in certain areas and certain thematics of the market, which was w- that was a very interesting conversation. It was a little bit more micro, um, more than anything else, but some really good stock picks about where they'd be um, again allocating themselves based on. You know, again, where in the small cap space, whereabouts in in the value space, in the growth space, what have you. So that's also a really good watch. Uh, but that mountain crab conversation was great, just because of the discussion around. You know, is it time to buy stocks? He gives his view as to what he's looking at, of course, as to when to start to I'll enter. Give that away. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Exactly. Well, that, that's as that's as much as we'll give away. But not not yet is a question. Uh, but also just like the cues that he's looking for from mm-hmm. you know consumer names that might indicate if things are 
you know, Walmart ba- bad or their Pepsi good? I don't know. Well, I had a chat with uh, Pepe, speaking of Sean Partners, Pepe, uh, Philip Pepe, sorry, from Sean mm. Partners. He gave us three buys ahead of reporting season. Ew. So three stocks he doesn't mind buying right now at these levels. And so he explains why. And you can access that interview via the show notes mm. as well. I'll get to, just in case our beautiful producer Libby gets me in trouble, I'll go to our stock of the day right now before yeah. we get into what we're expecting tomorrow. Stock right. of the day was Meyer. Do you oh. shop at Meyer? <laughs> I, I do sometimes. I love a little Ma- Meyer. In Melbourne, I live in the CBD. So like that was kind of like my local. Yeah. And um, it's good around Christmas. And it's it's pretty affordable. They have all what you need. But yep. uh, you, will you tell the story? Well, okay. So we spoke with Chris Conway from Marcus today and Scott Phillips from The Motley fool here's what they had to say after Meyer upgraded its earnings expectations That's a great story the Meyer story Koshi one of those great immigration stories building a yep. retail empire back in the day um, so a wonderful a wonderful story I want to say a wonderful business I can't has been a wonderful business for so many years left for dead by two things the first was the introduction of the shopping mall uh, the shopping center the Westfield the modern Westfield the second course then is online these are good numbers, though. This buys its time. That's what it needed. Pro- profitable. Uh, online sales growth is good. It's got some more surgery to be done. I wouldn't write it off. It's not worth nothing. Uh, they've proven that. So that's really positive. But am I buying it? No. I-, I think it's going to have to shrink its way to greatness. To give you an idea of how far this one has fallen from grace, there are no major brokers that cover it. And until about 15 <laughs> minutes ago, the results hadn't even been written up in the AFR. I'm sure the Ausbiz team was all over it, but uh, they're just not uh, headline news anymore, if you know what I mean. So, uh, again, I would echo what Scott said. Today buys them some hope, and it buys back a little bit of trust that the uh, five-year plan that we're about four years into now is making some inroads and some fairly meaningful in- inroads. They do a lot of things adequately, but they don't do anything great. And I think you have to be great yeah. if you're going to survive in yeah. the retail landscape. Yeah. So that will not be put to the investment committee. No, no it was love a, it for Meyer. No love for Meyer. And it was an interesting point. Like I really liked the uh, the conversation about how they just don't do anything really, really well. And then if you want to buy a consumer discretionary stock, you have to find one that just sort of like dominates their area, whether it be TVs or whatever else happens to be. Meyer's lovely. They've got all you need, but they're kind of like this sort of heritage retailer, which everyone like you know sort of likes to drop by in because you know the shops are nice, but. Jack of all trades, master of none, basically. Yeah, basically. So you don't, so you don't buy the stock. It's not like you said. It's not going to the investment <laughs> committee. I, I go there when I need sheets and towels and stuff like that. Anyhow, yeah. enough about me. So <laughs> on to inflation tomorrow here locally. I had a conversation with Peter Asho from Wealthy. It's up online now if you want to take a listen to his analysis. But he reckons tomorrow's inflation read doesn't matter. Hmm. Doesn't matter. All it's right. old news. Central banks are taking action. They promise that they're going to do more. He believes that they're acting aggressively, believes they should. He's looking forward to monetary policy getting back to more normal conditions and mm. inflation looking a bit more normal. So he doesn't he doesn't know what all this hype is about. I've had Jan, um, July 27th on my calendar forever. <laughs> Am I a loser? Um, are we losers? <laughs> no, I, no, we're not. We're going to enable each other here. We're not. But um, I don't know. I still think it's going to be pretty exciting. I mean, like, what, what happens if it comes out with a 7 in front of it? Yeah. You know, the, I, I feel like the markets are split between 50 and 75 at the moment if you look at you know, just the, the cash futures chart that you can pull off the uh, the internet for, for nothing. And if it's above 7%, they could go 75. So, and we'd have to price that in. So, I feel like, you know, maybe for a day or two, it could be kind of exciting at the very least. Yeah, okay. Well, I like excitement. 11.30, we'll be covering it live. Um, we'll also likely hear from politicians in the wake of it. You know, yeah. we'll wait for any weigh in by Philip Lowe, although I think he'll hold his fire until uh, we get uh, the meeting, which happens next week, first Tuesday of the month. We're there already. 
end of July. Yeah, and we have the uh, budget update from Chalmers, I think, Thursday. Thursday. Yep. So he'll have to obviously address that too, which will be funny how they try and spin that number. Blame, on, blame it on the predecessor, of course. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we've got, uh, look, a big week, big earnings. We've touched upon that. We're still getting the quarterlies coming through from a lot of smaller Aussie companies. Nitro Software was just hammered today down by 22%. All of these companies that were spending big, going for growth, are just getting punished, especially you know, ARR, annual yeah. recurring revenue, that is the, that's, you know, that's the be all and end all. And it actually came in uh, worse than expected. So we'll see what happens to good old Nitro because, uh, you know, in the wake of Nanasonics yesterday, which disappointed and a few disappointing quarterlies where the company gets punished on the day, you start to see them come back uh, the next day, at least. Um, other than that, look, I don't have any big corporate Oh, we had uh, just because I, it's fun. Yeah. And I talk, we talk about it every day. Zip was above a dollar again. Yep. Um, short squeeze. So that's that's exciting. And I think Iris as well was down by about 10% because the CEO resigned, I believe. But Yeah, there was also an update yesterday, which I, in you know complete honesty, missed. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Iris got sort of <laughs> treated really poorly. I think a lot of it comes down to the uncertainty, mm. you know, long term CEO leaving. But um, also, a few of the brokers. Um, came out today, cutting price target in terms of JP Morgan, although, you know, still, you know, some saying that the outlook remains pretty bright. So the same analysts that JP Morgan that cut its price target say that the outlook looks pretty good. Um, I think that's it for tomorrow, isn't it? I mean, other than the massive list of great guests that we have going on. Also, we are hosting an event, a live event, actually, a live virtual event with Think Markets. It's called Taming the Bear. So I'm really looking forward to it. We've got some great guests lined up, some information for traders and investors um, on how you survive and thrive, and that's the key, in a bear market. So strategies, you know, concrete strategies, a mindset we'll talk about a little bit as well. And uh, yeah, just how you even know that we're in a bear market, if we're in a bear market, whether we're in a bear market, and just that change of mindset that hap- mm. has to happen when you move from a bull to a bear. So that's live at 11 a.m. If you've not yet registered and you can't make it, that's fine. Register, and then we send you a link that you can watch on your own time as catch-up. So I believe you should be able to register just by going to our website. Mm. Um, So it would be wonderful uh, to see you there. Um, Otherwise, sign up, and uh, we'll send it to you. Yeah. Oh, I guess I'm not going to have anyone watching me at the 11 o'clock then tomorrow. I guess everyone's <laughs> going to be too yeah. interested in the uh, in the in plenty the more in the, in the cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, plenty of love, Kyle. All right. Um, <laughs> look, I've got. Uh, I want to catch a little bit of the last dying days of the sunny day here in Sydney. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.